100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, this topic of immigration has come up quite a bit over the past few weeks. And they're talking about the immigration detention centers that ICE has set up for these illegals. And I have just, you know, I, I heard them describe it as concentration camps and the conditions are horrible and it's overcrowded and you know we've heard everything under the sun ladies and gentlemen they have mass incarcerated the black community forever now and we've heard all of those same things about our men and women that are as far as I'm concerned, illegally detained by a police force, if that's what you want to call them, act like the same slave catchers to me, but they are being detained in prisons that are overcrowded, conditions are bad. I was listening to a Black man talk about his stay in prison. And he was actually in there for something he never did. He said he would be in his cell. He said, there's roaches, there's rats, there's mice, and you're stuck in these conditions. Bed bugs is just a bad situation. And it's almost like they expect us to look at this immigration situation and just feel so bad for these folks. When we have been a detained community for hundreds of years and we're still detained and the system has been set up and rigged all up to make sure we never move from the bottom spot. And then these folks turn around and blame us for a condition they set us into. They set this whole system up to be this way towards us. And then they turn around wagging their fingers and blaming us for the condition they rigged it up to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't feel bad for these folks in these ICE detention centers because they had a choice. These folks have a home country. They know what their origins are. They can always hop that fence and go back where it's not set up like that for us. They purposely erased our identity so that they could keep us detained indefinitely. 
where these folks really can end their detainment anytime they want by saying, okay, I'll go back home. They can end it. Our situation is not quite like that. And we continue to struggle in ways that no other group is struggling. And we we aren't aren't no lazy people, y'all. We have never been a lazy people. We, nobody is hardworking in this country like black people. You know, it is just a form of psychological torture of always trying to make you feel like what you do is never enough. Ladies and gentlemen, if what we did is never enough, America would be rich right now. America is reaping the benefits from our labor past and present. They are reaping the benefits from these mass incarcerated men and women and working them for long hours for little or no wages at all. So the captivity has never, ever ended for us. It is still in full effect. The same people that own the ICE detention center are the same ones that own these private prisons out here where all of the corporate work is being done. Ladies and gentlemen, America is, as far as I'm concerned, a country of captivity. They will put anything in captivity for the sake of making money. Immigrants, men, women, children, it don't matter. They need someone in captivity in order to keep this country going. We have been through all kinds of versions of captivity from chattel slavery, the convict lease program. We have been through people cheating us through sharecropping. And still, we're not a free people. We're not truly free. Without money and land, what are you really here in this country? So when I look at this immigration situation, ladies and gentlemen, I wish I could be sympathetic, but I'm not. I look at them and say, you know, their circumstances are far different from ours. They can be deported and just hop the fence again and come back. That's what most of them do anyway. And some of them, have been deported multiple times. I've, I've watched some of the videos on these people. They have come back multiple times after being deported. And they just 
take the journey again and come back. So that's a choice to be here. We did not have a choice at all. Being kidnapped and raped and beaten and killed. That was not a choice. But these folks stepping foot into America, that is very much a choice they made. You know, I was looking at many of them when they were in that caravan. And I'm like, okay, how much do you really care about your children? I saw children walking along with their parents barefoot. Can you imagine taking a journey like that with no shoes on? But ladies and gentlemen, we have done that. Many of the runaway slaves, they didn't always have shoes either. So we ran that track and know what it's like. But when you look at this day and age, those children really shouldn't be without shoes walking at those kind of distances. And I looked at the, the immigrant that drowned along with his daughter You know, his wife never even left the country. She was from, they were from Guatemala and she did not want to come to America. So she stayed behind while he took their daughter and I guess he misjudged how deep the Rio Grande was and they drowned. Ladies and gentlemen, What the immigrants are going through is far different from us. You know, I even heard some conversation about um, reparations for them. No, these are not even citizens. I don't agree that they should get reparations for making a voluntary trip to America. I don't agree that they should get reparations for the children they brought here. No, why should they get reparations for that? You know, conditions bad or not, I bet every dime of my money, their conditions are nowhere near as bad as the conditions black people have been in for hundreds of years. And no, I'm sorry. I'm going to save my sympathy for my own people. And I say, keep your voice raised up for reparations. There is no group of people in America, legal or illegal, that deserves reparations more than us. And yes, I'm going to continue to use my podcast to keep talking about reparations. We can never give up the fight. You know, I mean, the immigrants, everybody at those detention centers, they can go home. Every last one of them. They didn't lose their language. They didn't lose their name and identity. They can hop that fence and go right back home. 
and still maintain their identity. We can't do the same. Cut the check, America, because you owe us. And this concludes my podcast. Those of you that are supporters of this podcast, thank you. I'm always grateful. And if you be, if you can become a supporter, please do. This will give me the ability to continue on with the podcast. And by the way, I did not do a podcast yesterday because I was feeling a bit under the weather. So, you know, I missed one day and I'm going to try to stay on top of it where I can continue to put at least one podcast out daily. And hopefully in the near future, I'll be able to do at least two. Peace, family.